the podcast critics have spoken. Has this guy ever actually interviewed anyone before? And? Wow, that was long. And? I don't have time to listen. Very busy. Sounds like this podcast isn't winning any awards anytime soon. Uh, he did win an award in 2011. Stop living in the past. What else with Corey Mann? Wherever podcasts are sold. Isn't it free? Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Recorded live. You know, at the time of uh, recording. You're listening to the Hot Takeout Podcast. The only podcast with a 30 minutes or less guarantee, or it's free. And now your host, Chad Bradley. Can I take your order? Thank you so much for clicking play on the Hot Takeout Podcast. This podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find your favorite podcast at www.spreaker.com forward slash Studio DNA. I, for one, highly recommend you go and listen after you've listened to the podcast here. Well, this week, I am crazy excited to be talking to who I am talking to, Josh and Matt from the Afters. It honestly may be embarrassing for me to tell you how many hours I've spent listening to their music. And to be able to just chat and hang out with them for a little bit was absolutely priceless for me. And I hope you hear during this conversation the realness of who they are and what they've been through. They're real dudes. They've got an amazing mission. And they perform their newest song live in the studio. Fantastic experience to have been a part of. We also chat brisket, ribs, and macarons. I'm not saying macaroons wrong. I'm saying macarons. I may be saying macarons wrong, but I'm definitely not saying macaroons wrong well here you go enjoy so quickly tell me about yourselves guys obviously music for a long time longer than longer than so most bands are around like less than two years Mm -hmm. you guys have more than quadrupled that let's not talk about that We've been a long time. Yes, yeah, we have. Since we were just kids, basically. Little little babies. Back when MySpace was a thing. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Me and uh, so uh, this is Josh. And uh, I'm Matt. Hey. Matt. Uh, we, we actually went to middle school together. We were homeschooled through uh, grade school and then went to this private school for middle school. And Matt was like the cool kid on the campus. <laughs> and I always thought, man, if I could just hang out with Matt, then I'll be I'll be cool someday. But uh, after, after we graduated from high school, we ended up uh, working at the same coffee shop. And it was a Starbucks coffee shop. It was before Starbucks was super popular. And you guys are drinking Starbucks now. Well, it, yes, we didn't grow out of it. I have Tim Hortons in one hand and uh, and Starbucks in the other. My people. <laughs> My people. <laughs> but they, uh, we, we, we'd open up the store and it was before Starbucks was really known and, and busy. And so we'd have this first wave of customers. And then after that, there, there'd literally be hours where no one would come in. So we're both the worship leaders for different college groups. We always had our guitars with us, and so one day we pulled them out, <laughs> and we just started playing songs there in the store. Customers would walk in, we'd keep playing, they'd order their drink, we'd make up a song about their drink order, and and uh, people started telling us that we sounded good singing together, and so one thing led to another, we started the band, and we've been playing music ever since. It's just that easy. Just that yeah. easy. It's just that easy. <laughs> it does sound easy when just you say it like that, Just add coffee, and everything works out, right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's going to go get a job at Starbucks now. Yeah. So outside of music, what do you guys enjoy? Food, uh, hobbies, activities. If let me let me rephrase it. If you weren't doing music, yeah. Oh, what would you be doing? Mm. Oh, I'd be a, a travel guide. <laughs> the guys in the band call me the the travel guide. Uh, so everywhere we go, I love to find out what the best 
things to, to experience and see are. So I need to find that out about this town. Uh, but we, we go all over the world, and so I love to do my research and find out where. So I, I would do something with travel. I also I love leading worship, and so like even now, like we're both really involved in our home churches, and if we're not touring, we're we're helping lead worship and, and being plugged in however we can. We toured so hard for so long, and I remember coming home and uh, realizing nobody at my church even knows who I am, like that I go here. They don't, they don't know yeah. that I'm my wife's husband or that I'm my kid's dad, and uh, that didn't feel very good. So we, we made a big decision to get more plugged in, and so that's something that's super important. To I think, Matt, Matt, you're an elder at your church. Yeah, we're real involved at our church. It's, it's hard for me to imagine, like, what, what, if music wasn't a part of my life, like, what I would, I can't, I just can't, it's really hard to imagine. But I suppose. You've always wanted to restore old. I suppose, old yeah. I, I love, I do love, like, working on old old cars, old motorcycles. So yeah. I, I don't know. We I call Matt, I would Matt love to do. <laughs> I love to fix things. He can fix anything. I, you know, I, I love working with wood too. So yeah. I don't know, maybe like, maybe carpenter or something. I don't know. You're definitely a creator. Know, it's hard. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you often find that creative people are not just creative necessarily in like one thing. I was reading this article the other day about, I can't remember his name, but the guy that plays, uh, Hawkeye and the Avengers. Yeah. He is also, he's a carpenter in his like off times. He was also a hairstylist, I believe. He was? I be, I'm pretty sure. See, isn't that crazy? Maybe like, maybe it was a makeup artist. I'm, it was oh, one of those two. Yeah. He was like a Hollywood maybe. hair or makeup okay. guy. Interesting. Yeah. But so, I mean, yeah, I like, I like working with my hands and just like making stuff out of wood. So mm. I don't know. Yeah. Man, I don't. Yeah. I don't radio people are creatives. And like, if I wasn't doing radio, I do like finger paints or something like that. <laughs> finger paints. But like, what about food? Are you into food at all? Oh, I love food. Uh, oh, come on. Food is near and dear to my heart. And mm -hmm. and fast food too, because it's it's so easy. And so you can get really creative with a lot of, uh, of fast foods. I was just reading this morning and I was going to ask you guys about this because kids these days, they, they have it hard, but they will never so know what it's like to not have. And this is, I mean, just, I just saw the, the article this morning, Hostess Twinkie cereal. Like as a kid, I would have, Died to have Hostess Twinkie cereal. There's Hostess they have Twinkie, Twinkie cereal. cereal? They, they have Honey Bun cereal and, and the little uh, Hostess donuts or the little powdery ones that oh. are in every gas station. They have those cereals too. When they did last that happen? as long as an actual Twinkie. You know, a Twinkie will last forever. I've, no I've nuclear, heard. Whatever. It, it, the Twinkies <laughs> are going to last. I get my, my Twinkie just in case box. I'm like, just in case the new, and then I eat them. And, you, and I'm like, I got to go get more just in case. So I, I would have no idea, no way to, but what do you guys, what, what foods are you into? Like, what do you, well, like, so what's your niche? Are you a sweet person, a savory I love, person? I, I, I can appreciate all foods. All foods. I've recently got into, so I got a, I got a smoker. Okay. And I have started trying to perfect my brisket skills in Texas brisket is the thing you know like barbecue is different in different parts of the world oh, yeah. like memphis's I, I, ribs i lived in kansas city for a minute so right. I know, oh, oh yeah that's yeah. right they're all that's about right. their smoked meats there and their yeah. brands yes. in texas it's brisket and it's smoked and it's salt and pepper and that's it no sauce and you just you eat it like that and if you do it right it is unbelievably good so I'm perf I'm perfecting that right now. That's what I'm working on. But I, I I can smoke a mean rack of ribs as well. That's what I'm talking about. I don't think I I truly enjoyed barbecue until I moved to Kansas City because mm. like most places you go are like we smother this dried piece of meat in all yeah. of this sauce and you're like okay the sauce is good but uh, in Kansas City the smoked burn ends are mm -hmm. so, so tender so and mm -hmm. they they the name doesn't do them justice but I don't yeah you burnt don't, ends does not yeah sound it doesn't sound no. like it would be good but so it. 
you know, it, you you've never experienced barbecue until you go to a place like that that is like really serious about about their barbecue. Yeah. So it sounds like we need to have we need to have a barbecue sometime. Man. That's going to provide the meats. I'll bring the dessert. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family and I we've, we've been perfecting the macaron. Come on, the macaron cookie. Okay. So it's like a little French cookie. Uh, they're really isn't popular it, right now. Like, isn't it macaroon? Mac- Two O's. Macaroon is like the coconut cluster things. Oh, what's a macaron? Macaron is like those little. They have the filling in the middle, and it's they're really trendy right now. Huh. All the all they the look hipster- they look like an Oreo that was left in the sun and like a little bit of water. So everything is it's maybe it's a cheeseburger that <gasps> oh, they look oh, like. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, cheeseburger. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but uh, so we thought. Let's let's learn to make these macarons. I love macarons, and uh, my kids they're they're raising support to go uh, on a mission trip next year in Malawi with our church. And so th- they had this idea: what if we do macarons for Malawi? And so <laughs> I thought, oh, cool! I love macarons. I'll get to eat some of them. This is gonna work out great. It's it's like the diva cookie. It is the hardest cookie. To, we we oh. probably made. I probably could have sent them all to Malawi <laughs> and paid for it with how much we spent <laughs> trying to perfect this cookie. Like we probably did. 20 or 30 batches of oh, cookies. Wow. But the, you have to make sure that the water is not running. Even the slightest thing. If you have the water running in your kitchen, that could provide too much humidity. And Stop. They're not going to turn Come on. right. Like every little thing has to be just right. That sounds way too involved. Yeah. But we perfected it. But that's why when you go to a coffee shop or a bakery or whatever, they're like three bucks a piece for a little cookie. Oh, wow. And so you're like, I'm going to sell seven and be able to go to any little- country <laughs> that I want. Exactly. That's awesome. I, uh, I recently got into beard balm making my own of that and uh the time and energy and like just mixtures once you start messing with that it's like okay this is too oily or this is not this is this doesn't provide my beard enough hold like Mm -hmm. you you start getting a little speaking of diva ish and a beard it's it's a weird combination did you find the right still working still working on it it was a father's day gift my wife bought all the stuff on uh on amazon and so we've been it's been a really fun process of melting all the things down and the different essential oils mm. that we're using yeah. for smell, not for curing cancer and okay. stuff like that. So but that might be a side product. Yeah. I'll never get cancer. You'll, beer. you'll never get cancer. cancer. No, <laughs> it's sticking around forever. Hold the beef. Hold the beef. I, I'm, I'm liking where this is. So uh, going, you, you guys traveling the world, this should be an <laughs> incredibly easy game for you. All you have to do in 30 seconds yep. is name as many fast food restaurants that do not sell beef at all anywhere oh. on the menu. Long John Silver's. Uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Um, Starbucks. I think that's accurate. Uh, <laughs> man, uh, they don't sell beef. Um, Captain D's. Um, oh, uh, uh. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes, that works. Church's Chicken. Yes, Canes. Raising Canes. Raising Canes. Uh, um, Popeyes. Popeyes. Yes. Uh, like, like thinking of all the chicken. Another places. chicken one that starts with a Z. Zaxby's. Uh, Zaxby's. Uh, Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. And that's time. That's oh. time. That's ten. And Man. I'll play. I've played this game with at least ten other artists, that's and they they get like three. They go Chick Fil A. Yes. Uh, that's it. That's all I can. They can get to Chick Fil A. <laughs> Are you saying we win? You guys have you own the leaderboard. Yes. On hold the beef. That is take that. It's kind of hard. Like I'd never really even thought about that. Yeah. Before. People start going. Oh, Taco Bell. And no. No. Hello. But is it beef? We're not sure. Oh. oh could be horse meat. Yes. That could be said for a lot of questionable places. <laughs> is it beef though? Is it really? Is it beef? <laughs> Fear No More, yes. new album out. Yes. yes. What are you guys loving off? Of? Everybody's got like their baby. 
that yeah. they're like, mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. X amount of songs, but this yeah. one's my favorite. You know, the title track to me is uh, is really special to us as a band because it came out of our personal struggles and uh, it's called I Will Fear No More. And, uh, you know, anxiety is is something that is so prominent mm. in culture these days. Fear, depression. Uh, I see it even like in high schools in our community, like the high school that my kids go to. We hear kids... Um, even taking their own life because they feel like they, they can't get through with whatever they're facing and it's just too much. And and I, I read this article that talked about how this is going to be known as the age of anxiety. Mm. And it's something I've dealt with since I was a kid. And uh, we were we were in the studio one day and a lot of our songs actually start off just like this where we're sitting around as friends just talking about life. And our drummer shared that he was going through some, some really bad uh, anxiety and uh, couldn't sleep at night and was starting to get physical uh, symptoms. symptoms from it. And and so he would go to the doctor and the doctor would say, oh, you're just stressed out. You're just stressed out. And uh, he had a baby on the way and he was w- worried a lot of things about that. Am I going to be a good dad? Can I provide? You know, there's there's so many things that bring us stress and, and anxiety. And uh, and so we said, let's, let's write a song that's like anthem that we can sing over those moments yeah. to say, I trust you, God. You, you don't, you don't want me to live in fear because it says in the Bible more than anything else, "Do not be afraid." It says it three hundred and sixty-five times, and so we wrote this as an anthem against fear, an anthem for trusting God, and it's it's been cool. It's been something that has really helped us. And uh, yeah, what's tough about like fear and anxiety? I have a, a six-year-old daughter who even this morning was up at like fifteen minutes after five, just crazy early. Wow, and she, she's like, I heard a noise. I heard this bell. Mm. I, she's like, I heard a ding. I don't know what it was. What is it, Dad? Or what's that shadow on the wall? I was like, buddy, that's the nightlight shining through your fan on the wall. Is it? Is she like, you, to your mind, when you're str- struggling with fearing anxiety, like reality doesn't exist. Mm. Your reality is there's something scary that's causing me fear or there's something that's yeah. w- wearing on me. And it may not be logical, no. but you can't, to somebody who's dealing with stress and anxiety, you can't say, it's just a bell. Go back to bed. Yeah, you you have to. No you, it's it's so real when you're going through it, and it's not rational. And as a believer, you rational. almost feel like if you're dealing with that as a believer, <laughs> that somehow your walk with God's broken. Yeah, because you're like, I shouldn't. I, I have a peace that passes all understanding. I should. I should have this. I should have that. Right. Instead of on this side of heaven, I heard this pastor say it a few months ago uh, out of a church in Houston that we're never going to have a life on this side of heaven that God isn't necessary, mm-hmm. and so. Mm-hmm feeling like our st- our stress and our anxieties are the thing that's making us less of a believer that's almost giving us more permission to lean on God and trust him in his yeah. goodness and grace to get through now and get through our stress and our, our anxiety we're not that that doesn't mean that we're broken and maybe 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 my semantics are wrong we are broken yeah. we do need fixed and the person fixing us mm, has yeah. is walking with us through our stress through our, our anxiety right. through our diabetes through, through our cancer yeah. Life has pressure and he's going to well, help life us. Is, life is hard sometimes. And I remember, mm-hmm. I remember when, when I went through, uh, it was right after my dad passed away, I went through a, a season where I had really bad anxiety. It was the same kind of thing that Jordan was going through. Like I'd lie awake at night, started getting physical symptoms. I'll go to the doctor. It was kind of the same, same pattern. And I feel like there was a whole season in my life where I was just robbed from so much joy. Mm. And my first son was born in that season and, and I just remember looking back and thinking, man, I, I was robbed. It's, it's a joy robber. And I don't want to live like that. And, uh, you know, there's some tools that I've learned through the year to kind of help. Um, and 
And so I think it's important to, to recognize you're not alone in it. Like it's, it's, if you start talking about it, you're going to realize you're going to have a lot of people yeah. raising their hands and <laughs> saying, right. you know, I, I deal with this as well. Right. And uh, it's such a, it's such a prominent and common thing. No power can come against me because you have overcome. No darkness can overwhelm me because you've already won. No power can come against me because you have overcome. No darkness can overwhelm me because you've already won. No power can come against me because you have overcome. No darkness can overwhelm me because you've already won. You're my courage when I What is one thing you, you said yeah. you've learned a number of yeah, things like what, what's one thing that someone maybe as young as my six-year-old daughter or someone like me like I we, we all we all have something that we what's what's a trick that you've learned that is maybe a reminder or something that helps you walk through those seasons of, of extra stress and anxiety well I feel like there's there's a path that your mind goes at least for me there was a path that my mind would would go to and it, you couldn't shut it off it was like it like almost like a hamster wheel, right? Right, it, right. It's just going and going. It gets worse and it gets worse like a snowball. And I found like cutting it off before it gets to that point for me was, was really helpful. Like not even letting it go there. Like, and, but you have to distract your mind. And so, I mean, it honestly was getting my mind in, in places like scripture more too and finding passages that are going to speak into that. Cause there's so many passages about, about not being afraid not, not, living in fear and not, you know, but about trusting God and, yeah. and, uh, and so just reinforcing that in your mind over and over again, it, it was really helpful for me. Um, you know, being around people who you can be open and honest with about it, who can encourage you in those times. Cause a lot of times it feels so isolating. And when you feel, uh, when you feel those things coming on, you pull away even more. And so I think f- for that whole season, probably a lot of people didn't even know I was going through it. It was, mm. it was a, a personal struggle a private struggle mm. and it's something that we need to open up about. Yeah. If, if people know we're going through it, then they can, they can encourage us. And like when, when I told Jordan, our drummer that I knew exactly what he was going through. Cause I've been there. He broke down in tears because even just to know like, okay, I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm not the only person going through this. Somebody gets it. You know, you're not alone in it. And then I was able to encourage him through it and tell him some of the things that I did when I would feel those things coming on. And, and honestly, if it's if it's really bad, get help. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I I talked with for King and Country, and one of the things he said, uh, his wife went through a season of of needing help, and 
one of the things he said, he, he was talking to a therapist and the therapist said, the number one thing that would put therapists out of business is if people were honest with their friends or open with their friends mm-hmm. or families yeah. Yeah. about what they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. And the trick to that is when you talk or open up to somebody else, them letting you talk and open up. It's easy to go, mm-hmm. well, what's wrong with this? And what's wrong? With I, I had a car that broke down when I was in, in college. And my buddy immediately goes, well, what sins have you been committing? Oh, I remember yeah. this so vividly. Oh. I remember thinking like, well, no. I know who I'm not opening up to again because mm-hmm. I immediately feel like I'm broken. And yeah. so mm-hmm. being able to open up to somebody <laughs> is incredibly important, but also being able to let people open up to you yes. is mm-hmm. is invaluable. Creating a safe yeah. place to have those conversations yeah. and to do it in love. Like when people do come to you, mm. don't don't be that person. <laughs> But you know what? Have that conversation. I mean, even with something like depression, like I said, we, we see kids in our in our high schools dealing with depression. That even honestly, in our middle school, we heard of uh, there was a kid who took his life in our middle yeah. school, <laughs> and uh, it was from from a long road of depression. And uh, it was one of those things where people knew that something was going on with him, but but nobody really reached out. And so I feel like like you're saying, if if we can open up and create that that space for those conversations, then we can stop those things before it gets to that point. Because it is like a snowball, and then it gets to a place where you just feel like, "Wow, I don't, I don't belong here. I, I yeah. can't handle this." And yeah, so it's it's stopping it before it gets like for me, stopping it way before even coming up with with triggers in my mind that I could say, "Okay, no, I'm not even going to go there." Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in a different direction. Yeah. Well, guys, seriously, thank you so much for spending some time with me this morning. You guys have what they call staying power. So <laughs> <laughs> I look thank forward you. to uh, yeah. look, look forward to more from you guys. Thank you so awesome. much. Thank I appreciate you. you having us on. And then in all seriousness, if you need help, do not feel bad about asking for help. Everybody struggles with something. Thanks again for listening to the Hot Takeout Podcast. Follow on social media. Just search Hot Takeout Pod. Click follow, click like, rate wherever you're listening. And then I hope to have you back next week.